0: Hey, what's going on guys? It's JB. Thank you very much for joining me in this episode. I'm really looking forward to this one because it's all about how to manufacture demand for an offer from your audience. Pretty cool stuff. Anyway, if this is the first time I'm here, I'd like to say a very warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer, digital ad strategist. I'm also a coach for a program. We've got well over 650 students absolutely crushing it with their affiliate marketing business. And if you'd like to learn more about how I can help you with your business, check out the free case study at jgcall.com. That's jgcall.com. Feel free to go check that out. Alternatively, flick me a message on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash J guard number four, J guard four. Cool. All right, roll the intro. I'll catch you guys right after this. Alrighty, welcome back guys. Thank you for joining me. As I say, I'm absolutely pumped about this one because If you have an offer and it doesn't matter if you're doing a launch, it doesn't matter if you have an affiliate offer, it doesn't matter if you are a coach or an info product producer or whatever, right, you are going to need to have demand for your product or your services or yourself. And I'm going to discuss a couple of ways that you can uh, create that demand in your business in order to extract revenue from your audience and make more bank, pretty cool stuff. All right, so in very simple terms, I'm going to cut straight to it. It's probably going to be a relatively short one because uh, I'd rather you guys listen for a short while, implement and uh, make some bank and hopefully come back here and get a bunch more help or alternatively head over to jgcall.com check out the free case study and lock at a time with myself and really like to wrap things up. Right. All that out of the way, how do you manufacture demand? Well, there's a couple of ways. Understanding these buying triggers is going to be massively beneficial for your business. And again, it doesn't matter if you're a coach or a consultant or a course creator or an affiliate. You still need to work out a way to create that demand. And so there's a couple of ways. Number one is your offer needs to have a sense of exclusivity. If it isn't something that is exclusive, people aren't going to jump on it. They're not going to see the benefit of them being part of it. It's like, for example, if you see everyone swimming in a lake and everyone's enjoying themselves and you offer someone a glass of water, no one's going to be interested in that glass of water because they're all surrounded by water that whole time, especially if it's a clean lake. Let's make that assumption. I should have backed that, should have put that, made that point glaringly obvious first. It's a clean lake. You can drink from it. And if you are offering someone a glass of water from that very lake, they're not going to be interested because the water's all around them. They're swimming in the stuff, Literally. Right. So think about that same context when it comes to online stuff. If you're offering something that is available, absolutely everywhere, no one's going to jump on that and needs to have a sense of exclusivity. Maybe going back to the lake analogy, and I really have no idea where I'm heading with this one. So bear with me, folks, but maybe just maybe you develop some sort of fancy water that is self freezing and it has, uh, creates its own ice cubes. All of a sudden, maybe these thirsty swimmers, like I say, no idea where I'm going with this one. Like I say, those those swimmers, they want uh, some cold water after they've been swimming. They don't want to be uh, drinking the warm lake water. So then all of a sudden, they've got this very exclusive self-icing water, uh, which will create a demand, especially if it's a really hot day and there's no other cold water to be found, of course. It's exclusive, right? Now, the other thing is that it needs to have a sense of scarcity. So how do you create that? How do you manufacture a sense of scarcity within your own audience? Well, there's a couple of ways you can limit supply. Now, this would work better in terms of a higher ticket product. So for example, if you're taking on a small beta group, then you might cap it out. Depending on the numbers in your audience, maybe that's five people, maybe it's three people, maybe it's 10 people, maybe it's 30 or 100, it really depends on the size of your audience. But my encouragement is to start small. You can always uh, expand once you've got uh, some results for your students as well. To start small, so let's assume that it's five people. And again, that is for a high ticket offer. Uh, If it is a low ticket offer, then of course, the demand is going to be higher because there's more people that can probably afford it they can probably have find the financial means to jump into a low ticket offer. so therefore maybe you expand the limitation of numbers out a little bit or maybe you find another way. So another way that you'd be able to to uh, create that demand or exclusivity or scarcity in this instance sorry is uh, by basically having a, a counter you know you want to imp- imply that once they miss out on this great thing their lives are never going to be the same. <laughs> of course, make sure that you're using true tactics. Don't, don't BS about what the product or service or offering can actually do for someone. But you can certainly leverage that by having a countdown, having a date where it expires or a time where it actually expires. And when it does, they feel like they've missed out. Now, of course, the, the way that you demand, create that demand is by having a kick-ass offer that solves a bunch of problems and is an absolute no-brainer for people. So the point of all this being that you can create exclusivity, you can create a sense of scarcity. And of course, like I say, the third one there is that you can have a time limitation which plays onto that scarcity factor as well. If there is no time frame and people can just buy it whenever they choose forever, then it's not gonna have the same impact. So then of course, this raises the question, okay, well, does that mean you have to do a launch like every month or every week or like whatever? Uh, You don't have to, but you can create a new angle for that every month. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a full launch. I'll give you another example here as well. Let's say for argument's sake that you load up a Facebook group full of wonderful human beings and you have something that you're offering them as part of, say, a free or a paid training, really doesn't matter. But let's assume that there's a thousand people in there. And the engagement is through the roof. People are commenting, they're messaging, they're interacting with one another in the comments. They are putting up their own content in that group. It's just going absolutely bananas and things are working out well. People are absolutely stoked to be in this group. They can't wait for the training to drop. Things are looking great, they're all overfilled with joy. And then you say to them, well, look, here's the deal. The group's going to expire soon. It's a pop-up group and it's going to disappear in say 10 days, five days, seven days, whatever. And let's assume that if these people are getting this great training and you want to force that demand from them, then you can imply to them that they only have five days left, that they only have 10 days left in order to jump into this next thing, which is going to give them the answer to their prayers. And again, it has to solve the problem. You can't just, you know, throw something out there. That's bollocks actually has to be a decent quality product. It Has that have a, a mechanism that solves the problems for people actually provides that solution, helps them out. So creating demand, you've now done it in two different ways. You've got a huge, big audience, massively engaged. You've also got a time limitation on the group itself before it disappears. But the other thing that you do have is the scarcity factor because it's not feasible for you to serve every single person, especially if you're launching a high ticket, you know, you're charging thousand bucks or five grand or 10 grand, whatever. It's not feasible for you to charge 10 grand per person for your exclusive mentoring. It just doesn't work like that. It's not going to be enough hours in the day and it's not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to create that sense of demand in order to actually fill those spots. So what do you do? You say, Hey, I've got five spots. Well, we've got three spots we've got 10 spots depending on the you know your your i guess demand for the product or pricing point as well you don't want to outprice yourself by you know making it 20 grand and you know saying there's 10 spots available because that might be a little bit harder to fill maybe it won't be you know it, it depends on the demographics of your audience as well however in this instance let's assume that it's just everyday people that are just looking at something and your pricing point is a thousand bucks you know, we're going to go on the lower scale of the high, high ticket stuff here. So it's a thousand bucks for a course or a coaching program or a, a pathway or whatever you choose to, to throw out there. So then all of a sudden, if you say, Hey, listen, there's actually only five spots available. How much more demand do you think you're going to have for those five spots? How easy is it for you to fill those five spots? Stupid easy. <laughs> and then the cool thing is you've also got this big database there that you can continue, um, the with, you can maintain conversations with. Some people are going to be logical buyers, so they might take a little bit longer, and you can manage those conversations and those relationships as you go along. Keep providing that value and obviously take them through that pathway as best as you can. So those are a couple of real simple ways there. I just gave you guys a handful of things. Go out and implement them. I'd, uh, I'd suggest you probably do quite well out of those. Um, so that's kind of the, the key elements that I really wanted to uh, go over there is just hammering those key points in terms of, like I say, scarcity, exclusivity, and adding a time factor there. Those seem to be the huge drivers that I've noticed in my business. Anytime I'm doing some sort of launch, whether it's a coaching offer or whether it is uh, a product launch or anything of that nature, when I'm combining those three things together, massively powerful for getting bums on seats, basically. So hopefully that helps you guys out. Anyway, if you've got value out of this, feel free to smash that subscribe button and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.